I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film, and marriage. No, Maggie. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> you didn't hear that, people. You didn't. So, today, <laughs> we have... back on track. Mm-hmm, we have for you a series of geeky, nerdy, would-you-rather scenarios that we have thought up. Woo. Because we think it would be fun. Would you rather questions are always fun. Yeah, and we we will delve into kind of more in depth of of why that reason mm. is. We won't just go quick fire about it. I and mean, I think we we'll could think have, about it a little yeah. bit. You know, we'll get you there. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this will be spread out over a few episodes where we have different would you rather's. Oh yeah. So you know, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. So for the first one, yes, Star Alex. Trek one. Yep. Would you rather? Serve under Janeway, Captain Janeway, uh-huh. aboard the vo- uh, Voyager, or Captain Picard aboard the Enterprise. Are we presuming that we're in the same place that yes, they were they during the TV in their shows? Concurrent universes. So Voyager is stuck in the Delta Quadrant yes. with a half Marquis crew. Yes, and Enterprise is in the Alpha Quadrant, just doing its thing. Yeah, but they get a lot of flack. <laughs> They're in a capital ship, but they're quote-unquote ambassadors. So, you know. Mm. Are we thinking about these being towards the start of the TV shows or Let's once they're kind of bedded midway. in? Okay. okay, okay, okay. So, taking into account, you know, these are the captains we serve under. But mm-hmm. These are also the ships we serve on. And, and the, crew. the people we serve with. You can do whatever you want. That's not necessarily a question, but no. it'd be fun to answer. Yeah. Once you figure it out. Well, my obvious answer is immediately usually Picard. Of course. Because I love Picard. Of course. I think he's very clever. However, Janeway is very interesting. Mm. And she's very empowering. But I feel like she's quite unstable compared mm. to Picard. Mm. I feel like I feel like Janeway is a little bit more adventurous in terms of she will try new no things choice, much yeah. easier yeah. yeah it could be a product of her as a you know which is the yeah. which is the interesting part isn't it because we don't yeah. know what she would be like as a captain well we got a glimpse of it she wasn't nearly as accepting i think yeah. as she was once she got stuck there for a while the the weird thing is, is that just what i'm thinking of it just now like janeway was sent to hunt down the marquee but the marquee but she was sent in a science ship the Voyager is a science vessel. Because they weren't... They were... No, because they lost contact with the Marquis ship. And I think it was uh, meant to be like a retrieval. And the reason they took the science ship was because they were stuck in this weird part that's, of space that's also where it was quite... To consider, though, as yeah. Voyager moves its way through the Delta Quadrant, they often take these little detours. Oh, there's an interesting anomaly over there. Let's go. Because they're a science it. vessel. Yeah, but then and, again, Enterprise then are quite science as well, yeah. Actually, it's very interesting that both of these captains have a science background. Yeah. They don't have like a mechanical background or, or anything like that. They're both like scientists. Well, yeah. Picard's Scientist more of a... engineering or security. Yeah, Picard's more of an archaeologist and yeah. Janeway's more yeah. of a He's natural sciences. That yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. I think me personally, it would be Janeway. But that's taking into consideration 
her journey through the Delta Quadrant, which was quite exciting. Uber dangerous, don't get me wrong. Mm. But then again, you are exploring a sector of the universe, of the galaxy that no human's ever been to before, for the most yeah. part. See, I was leaning more towards Picard because of the crew. Because mm. I feel like they're a lot more united and I feel like I'd want to be a part of that as long as I didn't, you know, Riker didn't try to get on Smash with me. Smash you. Yeah. See, as much as Tom Paris is a bit of a dick, I'd like to think like me, him and Kim could just be like chums. Oh, see, I, yeah, Paris is the one I struggle with the most. I feel like he's just like constantly thinking that people hate him and like they've proven time and time again that they're fine with him. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I'm a prisoner. You just want to like make me feel like a prisoner. Whereas like... I mean, the only problem is obviously on the Enterprise is just Riker and um, what's her name? Counselor Troy. Hmm. Just all the time, the sexual tension. I feel like it would just kill me. I'd be like, just bang already! And then also, what's her name? Um, Dr. Crusher and Picard. They're also got sexual tension. Like, there's so much sexual tension going on that I feel like that would be a bit unpleasant. Yeah, on board Voyager. But then again, there's always a thing with Janeway and... Um, Chakotay. Chakotay. I can never remember his bloody name. They never actually, like... They, they, they do, like... They they have occasional moments where you're like... Oh. But then but they, they always... always keep it professional. Uh, they're always like, you're my best friend. And it's like, oh, friend zone. Uh, see, I don't think it's friend zone. I think there's a thing where they mutually kind of quote-unquote fancy each other. Mm. But then they also come to the realization of, look, we're trapped in the telecontrant. We're, you know, billions of light years away from home. One problem at a time, let's focus on... Because there's that episode where they get stuck on the planet together. Oh, yeah, that was close. Right? That was close. They, they almost like, okay, gave into is, it. This is the rest of our lives. We might as well just... Bang. Yeah. Bang, bang. We don't bang, know if they bang, did or they didn't. Bang, bang. They didn't. How do you know? They didn't. All right, get done. I'm pretty sure um, that was made pretty obvious although it was very close like yeah was, right i'm pretty sure they were literally on the brink of getting together and then all of a sudden it was like oh we're here to rescue you like no fuck up leave us alone god damn it didn't chakotay even think that at one point in the episode didn't yeah. he almost think about like <laughs> intercepting that the, signal yeah. yeah and like he thought about it but then he was like no <laughs> we'll whatever good. we'll go home and they had both had that moment of we'll never be together mm-hmm. when they looked at each mm-hmm. other i was like oh yeah but i still think i would for some reason, I just feel like Picard's ship, while not being in the Delta Quadrant and not exploring something that's completely unexplored, I feel like has more opportunity almost in a weird yeah, way. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah, I just like Picard's crew. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to be friends with Data. I'll I mean, obviously. hilarious and be, play with Spot all the time, obviously. Being trained by Worf. That's how you lose weight right there. Damn right. <laughs> Oh, then there's that whole love triangle between Worf and Riker. Uh, and, uh, uh, um, <laughs> there's a lot of love triangles on Enterprise. Yeah, Whereas, like, at least the, on Voyager, Tom Paris, while he banged most of the girls on there, was always interested he in Balana. And then him and Balana just stayed together. And Kim was the player. And then there was the, the tension between Janeway and Chakote. But that was about it. Chakote. Chakote. <sighs> anyway. I think I think I'm leaning towards Picard. I'm gonna stick with uh, Janeway. I think. I just think. I guess we're overall, on different ships. Sweetie. She's a good captain. The ship is good, but the, it's it's being in the Delta Quadrant that does it for me. Just be fascinating to mm. be charting this course home and constantly fighting against the odds and things like that. That would kind of. I feel like it would kill me to know that like 74 years is the timeline. Yeah, that's crazy. I think I'm sticking with Picard there. Okay. Well, that's the first question answered anyway. Mm. 
So, moving on to question number two. This is one for all of the Blizzard nerds. Oh, yeah? Would you rather live in the Warcraft universe or the Starcraft universe? More specifically, in Warcraft, would you live on Azeroth? Mm -hmm. In Starcraft, it would be the Kaprulu sector, so it would be that entire place, basically. So, would you rather live in Warcraft or Starcraft? I feel like I know Warcraft world much better than Starcraft, even though I know everything I probably need to know from you, but... I will educate you. <laughs> so... <laughs> Quick fire history with Alex. <laughs> no, not again. Um, is Starcraft world basically the same like Warcraft world, but with ships? Starships and shiz. In a way. It's the same kind of like medieval time... Well, no, no, can't be medieval. What am I talking about? Medieval spaceships. I would love to see that TV show. Can you imagine Viking longboats, but in space? Yeah, how awesome would that be? That would be amazing. So, just space Vikings, essentially. Yes. I'm going to... Yes. I'm going to build that in Space Engineers. Um, so, <laughs> with like solar sails, that would be cool. That'd so be cool. Actually, they're thinking about doing those in real world. Like, I know, right yeah, now, yeah. on big ships. It's so handy. Um, so, yeah. If you think of it in terms of what those places are like now mm. so warcraft new expansion came out the alliance and the horde are back out of the game of course the alliance and the horde can never be in peace that's all right god damn maggie you're <laughs> you so, train. so professional maggie you're so you never catch me doing that so yes yeah, so living in the warcraft universe horde and alliance are out of the game after the earth's just been pierced by a giant sword um oh I, i'll get to that um <laughs> Forget about it for a minute. It was basically Sargaris who was the demon lord. They killed uh, him, but on his way out, he stabbed his sword into the planet. That is an interesting sword. There's a whole game theory video about why it would destroy the world. It's fascinating, and we will watch it after this. Oh, However, it's the one that you watched for a while. It's awesome. No, we're watching Ultimate Beastmaster after this. It's like a 15-minute video. But anyway. So yes, it's a constant war-torn world, and there's magic, and... You can essentially do whatever you want with your life, but in StarCraft, give or take now, the, the sector is roughly at peace. The Protoss are rebuilding their their worlds. Um, the Terrans are just getting on with their lives. The Zerg, for the most part, aren't doing anything because Kerrigan is now a god. Reyna's dead, for example. Uh, well, he's not dead. Quote-unquote, He Kerrigan came and took him away. I think that's an allegory for death, but whatever. Um, yeah, the Zerg aren't doing much because they're being controlled by Zagara. There's a few feral hives still knocking around, so they occasionally cause trouble. So, yeah, that's the very general overview. Tons is of there, planets, tons of space travel, things like that. Is there a good leader on StarCraft in charge, or is there an asshole? Leader of which faction? Whichever. <laughs> Most of them? <laughs> <laughs> yes. most of them uh, Valeria Mengsk leads the Terrans isn't he's he the, the son of, of the bad men yes but he helped to overthrow that Mengsk. Okay. Um he was the one no who code. had the idea no to code. bring all no the code. artifacts together to make Sarah Kerrigan human again um, he is also his second in command uh, is also sorry Koth is trying to jump up and I'm like no it's gonna happen. Uh, his second in command is Horner who <sighs> was is that Rainer's son no it was Rainer's <laughs> second in command 
and who'd been with him like since the beginning of course um so he's kind of helping keep an eye on things as well uh like i say the zerg are being led by zagara who was trained by or like mentored by kerrigan um so for the most part she's not making any trouble that i know of just yet and the protoss are still led by artanis but there are also the Taldarine protoss who are led by um alarak but that they're, they're that technically like- bad but they don't really do anything that like sounds piece. like that sounds like starcraft is the obvious option though yeah there's like a it, but the thing is it depends if you want to live in a future universe of us now or if you want to live in a universe where there's magic and you can have wolf companions and you can turn into a bear or an eagle or whatever like oh, that is a but it is thing. constantly water hmm. Oh, I mean, you've difficult. played Warcraft. You played I've World played of Warcraft. Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Obviously, you yes. haven't played Starcraft. No, but I've seen you. I've seen you yeah. played enough. Plenty. Oh yeah. I would love a Starcraft MMORPG. <laughs> that would be the shit. She's thinking about it, guys. I promise. Either either I can ride a hippogriff and a dragon. <laughs> And have magic. If you master the arts, you could be a dragon. I could be a dragon. Or I can be in a relatively peaceful place with starships. Yes. Oh, that's really difficult. Yeah, right? Now that I've explained it a little bit. (laughs) It's really difficult. Me, personally, I would pick Starcraft. I'm leaning towards Starcraft, but that's just because I'm waiting for Gul'dan to come back again somehow. No, he's definitely dead this time around. Because now they're just busy. Did somebody cut off his head? (coughs) Somebody cut off his head and burn his entire body? No, they didn't. So I think something like that did happen. Actually, they better have because that's the only way. I'm not googling this at all right now. I think I'd have to go Starcraft as well. Yeah, I'd rather not have magic and not be a dragon Hmm. and live a relatively peaceful life and potentially have like lots to explore and shiz. That's fair. Yeah, I think StarCraft. Okay. I'll pick StarCraft as well, I think. Um, all right, second question answered. Woo, how Third. far are we? Two out of four. Cool. Uh, we can throw in more if you need to, or if you want to. Um, third question, mm-hmm. would you rather mm-hmm. be a wizard mm-hmm. or a Jedi? I yeah. have a straight-up answer for this already. See, this is difficult mainly because okay are we talking wizard from a post Voldemort era pre Voldemort era and are we talking Jedi pre Darth Vader era or post Darth Vader era that's a good question right that's the that's the real kicker I guess we have to choose the same for both so we have to choose either as they are now as they are now. But that gives wizards an unfair advantage, though. Because I feel as though, as they are now, the wizarding world is kind of just getting along. Yeah. Whereas the Jedi are pretty much dead. Yeah. <laughs> that gives them an unfair advantage. Let's put well, them let's on say the same footing. between both of them, then. So, does uh, do any major villains exist? Or yes. are we so talking... Yes, so Voldemort's alive. Oh, shit. Is um, Harry Potter alive, the whiny bitch? I'm afraid so. Ugh. Um, and Darth Vader's out and Luke is... Doing the thing. Yes. He's about to start his new school of Jedi's. And... Oh. 
So post Darth Vader era. Yeah. But while Snoke is kind of. Although, uh, okay, Darth Vader and Palpatine okay. are still alive. Okay. And Obi Wan is passing on his knowledge to you. Ooh, and who's my mentor in the Harry Potter world? That's the good question. Dumbledore. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, now that's made it interesting. That is, that's one of the only main characters from Harry Potter. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. The biggin. The biggin. The, the, the chief dude who dies. Spider alert. Oh, that's a big spoiler, actually. It's been out for a not long enough time now. I'm just saying. Um, that's if you've been really affected by any of the issues talked about on the Socially Cost podcast, I don't care. It's been out for like a thousand years by this point. That's really interesting, though. Because mm. I really love Obi-Wan. I think Dumbledore, as much as I love him, at the same time, he's very deceitful. Voldemort's a real bitch. Whereas I feel like at least Darth Vader has a shred of humanity left in him. Palpatine doesn't, to be fair, so... That levels it out a little bit. Hmm. With a wand, you can do basically anything. Mm -hmm. With a lightsaber, you can't do much. With a force, you can do basically anything as well. Seems like... Seems like the force is being ever expanded as a thing. The more Star Wars films that come out. Hmm. This is very difficult. Because I kind of like... I feel like Obi-Wan and Yoda are like repping it for the Jedis. Hmm. But... The ability to do... Almost anything, as long as you learn the spell for it or learn the potion to do it, is pretty goddamn amazing. Mm. But at the same time, there are Death Eaters and Voldemort about. Which, like, I know Palpatine and Darth Vader are about, but at the same time, as long as you kind of, you know, don't piss them off, you're all right. Yeah. They kind of leave you alone. Whereas Voldemort's just hellbent on killing you no matter what. We'll just take you down. But then again, Darth Vader's one of his mandates is to hunt and destroy the Jedi. That's true. Which he does true. with a lot of success until that's it's basically true. just Obi-Wan and, and Yoda. Yoda. I think in the extended universe there might be a couple more kicking around. Yeah. Like, you, you're never really certain if um, Ahsoka's dead, for example. Uh. We need to finish watching that. Good noise. I feel like I have more of a personal relationship with the Harry Potter world just because I feel like because of the inclusion of like you can find out which house you're in and the Mm. personality type that like describes that is actually very accurate for me I feel like that's swinging it for me because I feel like I would belong you know I feel like if I was yeah, in, no, I at Hogwarts and I was more, part yeah. of Ravenclaw, yeah, yeah. I would feel like I would belong. You'd have a family, and would, yeah, and, and it would feel very be part of this fraternity. Yeah, almost. but at the same time, there's something very appealing about the Jedi who have like such a very strong moral compass. Mm. And there's not much, but like at the same time, that's exactly what Ravenclaws are as well. Mm. Like there is a very strong moral compass in terms of that, and like you use your brain more so than your heart mm. as much as you can so you do the right thing more so than the thing that make you ha- makes you happy and they both have the same thing for that one she's getting there guys i'm not yeah, i feel like not. i'm 
so far away from the answer on this one because like I didn't think it would be this difficult but actually the more I delve into it the more difficult it gets I kind of want a lightsaber but like Jedi a wand can do so much but if you lose your wand you just get a new one from Ollivander yeah but if for that time you're fucked (laughs) yeah although to be fair Dumbledore has proven that he can do some spells without his wand so there's yeah, a little bit of power there master wizard like yeah so that could be there if he's my mentor basically we get in there this is so difficult because like all the sweets in the harry potter world is really butterbeer blue milk yes <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, blue milk. (laughs) Uh, I think because of the fact that I feel the need to have a strong moral compass and I want to be sure about what I'm believing, Mm. I think I would choose Harry Potter World. Okay. Because I know we've discussed the whole was like the galactic empire actually all that like all was evil. it yeah, yeah yeah was it just e- was it purely evil yeah, yeah. or was it you know and i feel like there i would be a little bit like and I, like basically by the like with the jedi i would be kind of shown what's right and mm. wrong whereas with voldemort it's very clear that he's mm. bad because he murders people <laughs> so that is also true for his own personal gain so i feel like i would I I would feel more comfortable being in that world where I know that that's bad. Mm. I get what you mean. There's a very clear kind of right and wrong. Yeah. And, and also I'd have a wand that can do a lot of things. And I'd also be able to learn potions. And I'd have McGonagall as a teacher as well, which she's awesome. Is she? Yeah. Or is she a bit of a twat? Can you stop playing games? I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know the pose you got when you play games. I know exactly the way that you put your arms on the table when I'll you play games. I'll how long it would take to trigger you. Um, right. And what about you? You haven't... Oh, you, you're a Jedi. Yeah, straight, straight up. Jedi. Like, <laughs> even if it... Wizarding in general seems to take... I don't know. I, I think it, Jedis have a very strong sense of this is right, mm. this is wrong. Although I don't know if it would be a Jedi or like a grey Jedi, for example. Mm. Who just pursue balance as opposed to good versus evil? Yeah, um, but Almost I think like overall, a chaotic neutral. Yeah, no, not no, chaotic, lawful neutral. Lawful, lawful neutral. Yeah, I think um, just Jedi, straight mm. up. You have a lightsaber, plus you're training the ways of the Force. So even if you lose your lightsaber, you still have an element of power and control there. Yeah. Plus, there's different kinds of lightsabers you can get. Mm. You get a lightsaber, dual ended lightsaber, like a light pole, or, you know, things like that. And the lightsaber color that you'd get would obviously represent a certain type of personality as well, which would be really cool. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, so last question for today's mm-hmm, episode mm-hmm. Would you rather mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. Batman mm-hmm. or Superman? Hmm. I feel like Batman is my first instinct there. That's because Superman is like essentially a god. Yeah. Laser vision. Whereas Batman (laughs) just has technology. Give him a good EMP and he's probably out. He's he's good. Like he's he's got good hand to hand combat. To be fair, he is. He's very good at that, and like he's trained and stuff like that. But 
I feel like I'd know, I'd be able to know what the hell is going on more so than with Superman. Superman is just like, he's an alien. Okay, how about this to say? Would you rather fight Batman as Superman or would you rather fight Superman as Batman? There you go. Change it up a bit. I'd want all the toys of Batman, but at the same time, I'd want to have the strength and mm. the invincibility of Superman. You can fly, like I say, laser yeah. vision, super strong. The only your only weakness is kryptonite. Yeah, but people he... seem to have a knack for finding that shit. Yeah, right. The super rare element. It's like ah, oh, I've just got some in my drawer at home. Yeah. It's in with all the keys. You never. Yeah, like, yeah. The junk the, drawer. The, the junk yeah. drawer. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it's hidden under a few takeaway menus or something. Yeah. Because I, I I would like the idea of being, like, because Batman was, you know, it's the Iron Man of that universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's actually quite clever. Yeah. Which I'd like the idea of, of being smart. <laughs> but, but then again, I'd be like, Superman, I'd just stand there and be like, Psh, fuck you. Just flick my fingers and, like, a whole car flips or something, you know. Jeez. I could fly. I've I get always, what you mean, though. I've like, always said, like, if I had a superpower, I would have won flight. I think that's been my constant superpower. Yeah. Might still mind control. Mm, no. Flight. So from that perspective, I feel like Superman has the edge there. But I do like the idea of, like, Batman and being very clever and making gadgets and stuff like that. And that being, like, a thing. Hmm. Like, I quite like the idea that, like, the tinkering is... I know usually he gets somebody else to do the tinkering. <laughs> he just goes... He just goes, I got defeated this time, this way. Like, make something that will protect me, and that's it. Like, I know that he doesn't actually do a lot of tinkering. Later on, anyway. Batman. Yeah. He does. Doesn't do a lot of it, Except most of his own gadgets. Well, it didn't seem like that. Where else does he get them from? <laughs> You just the happen to guy. bulk mail order 10,000 batarangs from the China. The other guy, his employees. Who? Well, he has another... no employees. He's got Alfred and he's got Robin. <laughs> no, there's another guy. What's his name? I'm showing how much I don't know about this whole thing, but like the guy who was played by Morgan Freeman in one of the films. Oh, I don't think uh, he was an actual character. I don't think. Uh... We don't know anything about DC. DC Comics, by the way, so. Okay, so he was an actual character. <laughs> He's like the kind of, the, the, like James Bond's guy. He was in Q, Q was a woman, wasn't it? Wasn't that, so M, what was he called, something? Mm. That's what I. That's no, what I Q, kind of. I think was the tech guy. All oh, right. Well, that's what I imagine Batman has. I imagine Batman has a tech guy, who he communicates through via Alfred, because you know, he can't be frigged. <laughs> but to be fair, one advantage of being Batman would be to have Alfred, because he is loyal. That so, guy is willing to do anything. Yeah. So, Lucius Fox. It's difficult. It's kind of difficult to explain. He's an expert at turning failing businesses into these billionaire companies. Um, so he is brought in to win enterprises, to control win enterprises' finances and Bruce Wayne's finances. He does spearhead the prototype for the Batwing, mm-hmm. for the flying one, obviously. Um, 
He is an experienced businessman, entrepreneur, and inventor who unknowingly runs the business interests that supply weapons, gadgets, vehicles, and armor for Bruce Wayne. So if you do think of him as a Morgan Freeman in the first Batman film, Mm. where he has all these toys and things like that, he just doesn't know they're for Batman necessarily. But yeah, I know what you mean. But he kind of sources them for Batman. Yes. So I get what you mean. But in some versions of the comic books, Batman does all of his own tinkering. Well, like in Batman vs. Superman, for example, I don't think we ever see a Lucius Fox. No. Anyway, it's just no, Batman and Alfred. Which one would you rather? Because I, I keep answering, like, I keep thinking about these questions and you just, like, then say one sentence and you're done. No, I pretty much agree with everything you say. That's why I ask you, because you have the analytical kind of... You think Overthinking of, you brain. You think of every possible scenario and I'm just like, yeah, no, based on that, I'm just going to say this. Um, I think... I would rather... Shit. Right? It's not that easy. Well, it's because Batman beats Superman. Yeah. But if that never happened, I think I'd rather be Superman. Mainly because, like you say, it's all the powers that he brings to the table. He can do pretty much literally anything. He even rewinds time. Yeah. So, you know... Yeah, I think... I'd be Superman fighting Batman. Just hover at a distance and just laser blast them into oblivion. That's me done. No need to get all hand-to-hand with them. I think... Just level a building on them or something. Hmm. Fly into space and sit on the moon for a while and just be like... <laughs> Occasionally fire a laser blast at Wayne Manor and just be like... Beep. Yeah. <laughs> Burnt your popcorn, you dick. <laughs> Just dick with them in just completely unnecessary ways. Occasionally just pick up a lump of the moon and just chuck it down away in manner. <laughs> so, like, it breaks up in the atmosphere, but there are little bits that just rain on... Like, it, it would just catch fire and every now and again and things like that. He would just, like... Alfred goes to run a, an errand for Bruce Wayne, <laughs> and when he comes back to the car, the car's upside down, and there's just the Superman logo with LOL written next to it, and then <laughs> Superman's just on top of one of the buildings going... <laughs> And then he just flies away back to the moon. Just live on the moon. <laughs> Fuck, live on the sun. Who cares? <laughs> That's where you get your power from. Just live in the middle of the sun until you eventually just become a god. But anyway, <laughs> I'd rather be Superman fighting Batman. I think based on that, I'm inclined towards that. Although, there is a part of me that wants to say Batman just because I'd like to be that clever that I mm. think of ways to defeat Superman. And I can be like, I'm just a human, and I'm able to defeat this guy who's literally got supernatural powers. To be fair, he never knew how to do it until someone gave him Kryptonium. Which was Lex Luthor, wasn't it? I think it was Lex Luthor. But like, like, you know, like counter some of the attacks. Like, you can counter a laser beam, you know? Things he like could, that. He found ways to fight him, but yeah. he didn't have ways to defeat him. I know, but I feel like I would feel satisfaction. I get what you from, mean. From like yeah, that like, whole thing. I could essentially fight a god. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. So I'm tempted by that, but at the same time, I'm tempted by the ease of Superman. Like, bink. Like Flicks his fingers. Bink. Flips over a car. Done. Like, there's something appealing about that. No, I get you. I think I will make a decision on. Being Bruce Wayne, because I feel like 
No, actually, no. Reverse that. I was just about to say, I feel like I would not have a superiority complex, but then again, Bruce Wayne has the whole thing with his parents. No, 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 no. Superman, all the way. <laughs> I don't want to have that hanging in my head. Well, that uh, turned it all awful quick. So we actually agree on the last one. <laughs> Weird. Because you whipped out of the last minute. I did. Um, I don't want to have that whole thing. Okay, that's that's wraps up the questions for this episode anyway. Cool. So interesting finds there. Is it? Shut up. We'll have more <laughs> spread out over other episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll do some challenges or whatever that we find online and some yep. more don't laugh at dad jokes and stuff. Apparently, yeah. Apparently you guys love that one. Um, so <laughs> we'll do that again, I guess. Uh, if it ain't broke. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that about wraps it up for today's episode, I think. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh, no, first. Good news and rough. You didn't think of them, did you? I'm... <laughs> Damn it. I have an empire to run, Maggie, okay? I would say a, a piece of good news, which unfortunately has been overshadowed by some bad news. But, like, a piece of good news is that... Um, I've already forgotten her name, which is terrible. But... um. Was her name Osaka? The Japanese last just won the oh, Grand Slam tournament. I don't have anything to do with Anyway, this. first Japanese, I think, person in general in the history of tennis won a US Open Grand Slam tournament. Uh-huh. It's a Grand Slam final. Unfortunately, it was overshadowed massively by the crowd being assholes because Serena Williams decided to go off on the referee. Um, because, like, as much as... I, I admire Serena Williams for having sporting capability. She does have a tendency to know, like, when she starts to lose, mm. she tries to make the situation different. Like, she tries to divert from that, that the fact that she can't win. And yes, she just had a baby. I know she had a very complicated birth. Don't worry about that. Like, I understand that. But she had lost the first game. And first set? First set. Um, I've already forgot my tennis terminology. And in the second set, she decided to... Like, in one of the games, she decided to just throw a hissy fit because she did a double fault. Um, She didn't, like, serve or anything. And um, then she decided to slam her, like, completely break up her tennis racket. Then she started shouting at the umpire. And then she got surprised when he gave the game to... One game to um, the Japanese... I feel terrible for not remembering her name. That's terrible. But anyway, so she won... Like, you know, Serena Williams didn't win. And then when it was the award was being given to... The other lady, the entire crowd was just booing the entire time, which is just terrible. She just um, accomplished something that nobody in her country has before. And it was overshadowed by the fact that people are obsessed with Serena Williams. So that was really upsetting to me. Um, But overall, the positive news is that... um, Back to some actual good news. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That a Japanese person won a Grand Slam final, which is very, very cool. There you go. To counterbalance that a little bit, the number of civilian deaths from political violence in Iraq has dropped by 76.4% this year. That's really good. So according to UNAMI, which is the United Nations Assistance Mission for Iraq, they didn't know that existed. Me either. The number of deaths dropped from 7,708 in the first five months of 2017 to 1,818 in the same period as 2018. So there we go. There's less political deaths. And random useless fact, a cat has 32 muscles in each ear. Don't Damn. count them. 
Koth will not let you count the muscles. I doubt you could feel them. That's impressive. <laughs> 32 muscles in each ear. That's insane. Also, this is a fairly common one, but no one knows why ducks quack. Ducks quacks do not echo. Echo. No one knows why. They've never been able to figure that out. Yeah. I know that much. I love it. That's um, pretty cool. But yeah, that's Iran. 32 muscles. Yeah. Stop feeling his ears. <laughs> well, he's lying on, my, lying on my lap. I may as well take advantage. That's so weird. Sorry. So, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, let us know you're out there. Holla. Holla while. Let us know. <laughs> I feel bad that I even almost followed up on it. <laughs> That's what I love. You, like, without thinking, started following up on it, and then you realize what you were following up on. Um, let us know if you would, th- there's anything you would like us to discuss. Let us know any would you rather questions. Geeky would you rather's. So for future episodes, let us know any of your favorite dad jokes, because we need more. Of course. Um, and, and random useless facts. And, and random useless facts. News. Yes, good news. If you got married, if you got engaged, if you just had a baby, if you just want something, let us know. We want to feature you guys as well. Because that's also good news and it will yeah. make other people happy. Um, and yeah. What else can they do to support the channel, Alex? You can buy us some coffee. Mm-hmm. If you head on over to the website, or there'll be a link in the episode description. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy head on over to Kofi. Mm-hmm. Sling some coffee money our way because Maggie is so basic. I am so basic. And she loves that Starbucks. I love that caramel coffee frappuccino soy milk. Oh. No whipped cream. Well, now I just want one. Drizzle's okay. Oh, best. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. share us around. Make sure that more people hear our um, podcast. There'll be some exciting news happening soon, potentially. Not, like, too exciting, guys. Don't, like, get overexcited. There's nothing, like, really exciting happening. Like, we're not getting a Netflix TV show or anything like that. Like, it's... I'm pretty sure we've already talked about it on this show. Actually. Cool. Um, so, that'll be happening soon. Um, and hopefully next episode hopefully next episode we might uh, start with a different intro and that is all I will say um, and yeah so share us around because what Alex sharing is caring sharing is caring so thank you very much guys for listening for this episode I've been Maggie I've been Alex and this was Socially Course bye